We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Cubs have a new reliever. Richard Lovelady is here to get some work in the bullpen. The new left-hander, Richard Lovelady. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, right? I mean, because, like, a lot of people love ladies, you know? I mean, uh, sure. people of all sorts of, of stripes love ladies. <laughs> when you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there. Whoa! And But it implies that he himself is a love, a love lady, although I guess he is a love lady. Now it's good to have fun with names. Have you ever known a love lady in your life? This was new to me I've known today. the love of two ladies. Oh, I'm proud of it. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. At the same time? Yeah, well, no. Oh. I tried. Damn straight. Always wanted to do that, man. I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too, because chicks dig dudes with money. There is a love lady, Texas. There is? Love lady, Texas. This love lady is from Tennessee. Well, or I, I get confused. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. I think I can one-up you here. Please do. Charles Harrelson is from Love Lady, Texas. The father of Woody Harrelson, famed murderer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clear that up. Woody Harrelson, not the famed murderer. Yeah, he's a psychopathic killer. So what? But, Danny, we've talked about sentence structure before. Oh, we have. He killed a guy. <laughs> Charles. As did Brick. Yeah, I stabbed a man in the heart. So the famed murderer has to come before Woody Harrelson, not yeah. after. But he killed multiple people. Charles did, yes. <laughs> He's from Love Lady, Texas. I didn't realize he's from Love Lady. I'm sharing information That's that I found on Wikipedia. Because we don't want any more murderers. I yeah, think we, we should just go on to the next question. Oh. Who are the murderers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Clinton, he murdered a guy. Yeah, you know, we're not allowed no, to. You're not no, allowed no, to put out no, no, no accusations. Do you never hear that? You're supposed to be funny. Let's oh. get on to it. I thought it was a matter of record. Shut up! Shut up! Ladies! One, two, three, and here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Jack. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. That is a classic Norm MacDonald bit. Barbara Walters hopelessly <laughs> losing control of the show and terrified. I thought it was a matter of public record. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's incredible. So in that situation, Shane was my ba- Barbara Walters. He's yeah. trying to reel me in. He's yeah, he trying was. to correct the sentence structure. He's like, allegedly. It was a weird day yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like, Tanny and Shane switched sides there for a minute. They did at times. Yeah, yeah it was, very there was, strange. There was a lot going on. I think the population of Lovelady, Texas, used to be bigger until Woody Harrelson's dad came along. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. It's been in decline ever since. Yep. Uh, I was spirited in, in transition. Um, the idea of this Sox stadium feeling inevitable and what that means, yes, to the White Sox. The, what it means to the city is of utmost importance, obviously, and I understand the feeling that that is not being considered in this, even though most of this stuff is 
private right now. We don't exactly know yeah. how they're dealing with any of it, except what's being leaked out. Um, it's going to happen, and this private business, we can say it shouldn't and that they should take care of all that. There is a cold-hearted cynicism. I looked it up just to remind myself. AT&T Stadium, arguably the best sports venue in the world. This is Dallas, <laughs> where Jerry Jones, with his vanity and caring about his legacy, also happened to deliver something that has been a boon to the Cowboys for decades. And his, and his billions and billions and billions of individual wealth. It's not for sure. There's not a bunch of people who are shareholders in the Cowboys, and he is not only rich because he owns the Cowboys. He got rich. He bought the Cowboys. He, he got had, richer. And he got richer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Four hundred and twenty-five million dollars in public funding for that thing. So it sucks. We should point it out. But I don't know if you noticed. There's a little bit of a discrepancy between the billionaire class. And the rest of us. Well, and and that that's their gig is to find a way to do it. Now, look, I, I'm all for Jerry finding a way to do it without public money. That is, I mean, yeah, I'm you all want for that. a lot of things. Well, I mean, Tom Ricketts had to. Tom Ricketts had to. They tried to get the amusement tax yeah. to come their way as they were refurbishing Wrigley. And they weren't able to do it. People said, hell no, you, you figure it out. You're the billionaire. You just bought the place. So he went and figured it out. And they spent their own money on stuff. And now they own in a different way than they would have if they had to be partners with the public. And that could be the way that this thing um, ends up. I just thought that yesterday Rob Manfred mapped out a really easy rubber stamp of how this is probably going to happen where it doesn't even really get to the public fight but it, place. But that still is public money. It definitely is. Because like, like that, it, the, the thing in Dallas, 3% hotel occupancy tax, uh-huh. 6% rental car tax, and then it's like, well, that's the out-of-towners that yes. come to Dallas, maybe to go to the stadium or maybe to do a convention or maybe to go to a Rangers game or maybe to do whatever. But, it's, but that money from the out-of-towners, could still be spent on public school teachers, and it would be spent on a stadium. So any way you slice it, it is money that is going to help the billionaire class. Is there cynicism about this stadium project that isn't, well, the team stinks and they're always going to stink because that's kind of... I think you just heard some of it. I wonder, I I don't know how much it's out there amongst our listeners. You know? Well, let's open up the phone lines. 312-644-6767. And... I do want to talk about the the realities of the two locations, what it would mean, what it could look like, and that sort of thing. Because, yeah, this two miles, two L stops in this city, you could say that it shouldn't mean a lot. You, sh- you could say that it's a boogeyman. You could say that it's out-of-town perception and all that. It does mean a lot. Perception is move, reality move in terms Wrigley of... Move Field two miles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but he, yeah, but but yeah, but but even then, like the north side is just it's just a different thing in terms of the connectedness. And this is, look, man, I ride a bike. I ride the Divi bike to Sox games and back from the South Loop to Thirty Fifth. I, I love doing that. And I yeah. love going through Bridgeport. King Bleep. And, and, right? And that's my King Bleep way to do it. And, and, you know, through Bridgeport, through Chinatown, I'm comfortable doing it. A lot of people are not. It's a non-starter for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Chicagoans. And that it, sucks. And that sucks. And it shouldn't be. 
uh, on a lot of levels, but it is. It is just flatly a non-starter for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Chicagoans. And if you put it in the new spot, I don't think that's the case. And that does feel like you're capitulating to the people that perpetuate the worst things about the city. And that's why it sucked to, to be talking about that side of it for yeah. part of that conversation. And a, but a private business... Has to think about that stuff, right? I, well, they, they would say, yeah, that sucks. And they would say that for the PR side of it, and then they would do it because they would hope that those couple of hundred thousand people become customers. And that is just the cold-hearted reality of the business that we don't have to like... But if we are looking at this with eyes wide open, we probably should acknowledge. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Mango. Afternoons on the score. So, so the, I, I, we got callers who want to weigh in. I do think this is fascinating. I think it's a White Sox story. I think it's a baseball story. I think it's a Chicago story. I think it's a... It's a socio-political story, socio-economic and, story, and it's a rich guy story. You know, I like rich guy stories. You know, and like, how would you billionaire? Right. It, there's a, there's a lot of stuff here. Speaking of that, who gets Jim Irsay's stuff? Oh, that's another. God. That's another yeah, topic. I, I, um, well, so I was looking this up because sorry, I had, I had David Gilmore's guitar on the brain. My bad. All right, we're back. Well, there's also like, oh, at least I sense a little bit of sensitivity in some parts of the discussion about like hey is the stadium good the stadium's okay but the stadium is old by stadium standards here's the list of stadiums built before guaranteed rate field okay wrigley and fenway oh yeah i was totally gonna guess those. Right. that's Do- dodger th- those are, those are right the dodgers next was that was in 62 Two were, uh, I want to say born, uh, built in 66. Hell of a delivery. Angel Stadium. LA, oh, yeah, the big A. And Oakland. That's gone. <laughs> Ka- Kaufman in 73. Wow. But Kaufman. Big revitalization project at Kaufman. 2007 to 2009, $250 million was put in. And you know what they're doing right now? Some more of it? No. They're moving. Oh, they are. <laughs> They're moving downtown. The new owner is pushing through. They're moving. They will not be at the Truman Sports Complex next to Arrowhead anymore. They're moving. Uh, Rogers Center, 89. Tropicana Field, 90. And then guaranteed rate. All right. Tropicana is one of the worst baseball facilities of all time. The Rogers, that, that, that's fascinating. That, that's, that's Toronto. That's Sky Dome. Yes. Which still somehow feels modern. I don't know how they're doing that. I guess, yeah, it's a, it's a dome. It's yeah. Canada. <laughs> it's weird things about that. There's hotels right out there yeah, in yeah, center field. Yeah. But, but, so that's the entire list. That's the entire list. So my point is that like, it's about time, especially when you acknowledge that they made at least one huge mistake the first time with the direction of the stadium. And then if you want to say another huge mistake, location, and that they, they chose it for reasons and the, the lease, the sweetheart yeah, deal and all of that. Yeah. I, you know what? You know what I think is a real big mistake? The conditions of the lease, which don't allow them to build around the stadium because they could never do what they needed to do to try and facilitate a ballpark village of their own. So now here they are this far in with a stadium that old, and they don't have one. And that's how you compete. But so, like, 
it is, and I know there's a percentage of White Sox fans that say, listen, I don't care, move the team. What do I care? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that that, like, if that day actually came, I think that there would be some devastation. But we know that when Jerry passes, they're selling and the minority owners are selling and they're buying up the stake from the minority owners to have as much of it as they can right. so that they can. So even if, let's say tomorrow this deal fell apart, right? Just let's pretend something happened. The Oh, my God. Underneath this land is an ancient burial ground, and we can't build here. What, it's toxic wasteland. I saw land. poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. That'd be grim let's while just, they're building the park. Let's just pretend. You can't convince me there's not one currently with the ballpark where it is now. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but let's, let's pretend tomorrow. But, but post-2005, Tanny, people who died in 06 are buried there. <laughs> pretend tomorrow the 78 project was, was dead for some reason. It bellies up. Whenever the new owner, whoever it is, they're going to want a new stadium. Yeah, they are going to want a new stadium. It's, it's interesting. T- it's time. Both Atlanta <laughs> and Texas have moved kind of surprisingly quickly over the last five years in ways that kind of surprised people. But Atlanta, especially as a model of how you do it now, they built themselves a ballpark village. They built themselves what St. Louis has, what Fenway has created around itself, what Wrigley's trying to create around itself. Extra revenue. And that's how you can truly try and compete economically in baseball these days. We're going to talk about the new Bears coach, uh, Thomas Brown. He's got a pretty interesting backstory. We're going to play categories in the 3 o'clock hour. You're going to hear from Tom Brady because I'm – Good, good callers want to hear how Shane and Tanny feel about the idea of pushback at this idea at Sox Park. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.